What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 7. And it's called Chapter 64, Ice Storm. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And we also have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th where we will be drawing one lucky winner. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Let's get into it. It's a snowstorm, oh but not God. really. But it's Thanksgiving. We didn't see a storm. No storm. storm didn't come. No storm. No storm, but it's a snowstorm. Um, yeah, what did you think of the episode? Um, I didn't mind it because I, th- I feel like at the end it kind of like it had a cute meaning behind it that it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I still don't get why it was called the ice storm. And um, we looked into the title film that like it was based on. Right. Um, and which is basically uh, two dysfunctional uh, upper class families who are trying to deal with tumultuous social changes uh, and their escapism through alcohol, adultery and sexual experimentation. So I didn't get any of that, actually, <laughs> I didn't get in this episode. <laughs> yeah. All I got was the reference to a upcoming snowstorm, but we didn't get that either. Um, right. It was cute. It was Thanksgiving. I love the thread like tribute again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that they they brought it back because like so often I feel like with these shows they deal with something and then it's like gone and like no one even talks about it, no one even brings it up. For sure. So I did I did really appreciate how like Mary was like your dad would have done this, your dad would have done that, like, and then Archie was like you know remembering his dad and so that brought me back into it all and you know yeah because we we haven't really talked about him for a couple episodes so it was really cute the way they did that. It's true, you're right. I feel like Mary's definitely the person that keeps bringing it back to mm-hmm. fred which i love i agree mm-hmm. um and yeah even though all this crazy shit is happening they find a way to like weave him into the story like he's like inside of a fried turkey and it's great <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. let's get into the episode um so as we said it's the thanksgiving episode of riverdale um it starts off with archie visiting fred's grave and um yeah it's jughead kind of telling the story of everybody hiram is suddenly the mayor like right away like he already got mayor he's already mayor he's already mayor nobody opposed him which is very hard for me to believe like there's not one person in all of riverdale who's going to be like yo this guy's messed up we should fight against him and like not even like the courts being like um this guy's a criminal let's not (laughs) for him maybe you shouldn't uh, have him as your mayor like that that was one of the things that kind of got me confused. I was like, are they going to do an election again like they did for Hermione? I yeah. guess they're not. They're just going <laughs> to induct him. And yeah, he's now the mayor of fucking and Riverdale. So yeah, they show that scene with like him and his, his Hermosa and like Hermione. And again, um, I want to see Hermione's reaction to like this new freaking daughter. And I don't get any reaction whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess we kind of assume that she's like not a big fan of her. Um, it doesn't seem... But I don't know. Like, I'm missing something. I just feel like this huge character just got dropped into our laps. Yeah. And, like, no one is really reacting to it other than Veronica. Right. But even she wasn't She's really, like, like gagged at, like, the sister this week. She was just like, I hate you guys all. So... <laughs> like, all it, of you like, suck. You know what I mean? Like, it's this huge bomb drop of a sister. And, like, I just feel like no one's really, like... <laughs> no. no one's really that shocked. <laughs> no one's doing nothing about it. 
Yeah, I get that. But yeah, going back to him going becoming mayor, I'm also like, was there no mayor all this time? Like while Hermione guess, was in jail? Yeah, I it's guess there very wasn't. Confusing. Anyways. Um, and then it cuts to the I don't even know what the family's called. They they named them in the very beginning of the episode and they never brought it back again. But it's Dodger's family. Um, and they're standing over his bed and he's like beat up, but he's alive. Like I guess he went through surgery and he's fine. But it's uh, they're the ones that are like, we're going to take revenge. We have to go to this community center because that's that's like where they found his body or whatever. That must have been like where it all went down. So that's their mission. Um, but then it cuts to Veronica and Hiram and they have like a really quick conversation about Thanksgiving. And Hiram's like, let's, uh, you know, get together. I want you to come for Thanksgiving. Let's like be friends. And then Veronica's like, go F yourself. I <laughs> hate you. And I hate the rest of the family. So she does express herself from time to time to she Hiram. does and and sh- i get that she does but i want something more from hermione like i need something a bit yeah more i think that's than really just where being like i'm okay with all of this i'm okay with my new life no girl like no what? she's still like, give me some side eye give me some like sipping tea like i don't know like she yeah. doesn't react to anything she doesn't yeah she's like stone cold so then it cuts to archie and he decides to put together this gigantic Thanksgiving, which I thought was really cute. He wants to do so something cute. at the El Royale. So he gets everybody to kind of uh, come together and he's like, I want to do this thing for people who don't have places to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I really loved. So that's his mission of the episode. I just love his whole mission this whole season. Yeah. Like, I love the message that he's trying to spread um, this season. And, you know, the whole Fred thing is sort of like his motivation, too. And it just kind of works perfectly, like hand in hand. So for sure. I love him. He's so cute. Um, and then it cuts to uh, Jughead asking Mr. DuPont about Mr. Chipping. And he, like, Jughead really, for all you Jughead fans, I'm really sorry, but he really, really, really annoyed me this episode. In the Why way is that, that? In the way that he, uh, you know, investigated. He was really bad at yeah. finding out the answers that he wanted to I felt to, like to the ask. answer was in front of him and, like, he wasn't getting there. And, like, he needed right. Betty to, like, I'm like, Jughead, like, you're smarter than this. Come on. Like, exactly. You connected, like, ten dots last week and this week you can't even, like, put together, like, the vending machine thing. Like, what's going on with you? Like, <laughs> No, but, <laughs> like, even in this moment, like, for him to ask DuPont, who basically threatened him the last time he talked to him, mm-hmm. why would he even expect, like, him exactly. to tell him the truth? Like, exactly. He's like, the Dupont's basically like, you're crazy. Don't bring up that thing about like the Baxter boys one more time. Like you shouldn't tell anybody about it. It wasn't like Mr. Chipping killed himself. Like just leave it at there. And I was like, oh, guys, like, why are you like, why is he being so aggressive with his questioning? And why is he not asking the right people? He's mm-hmm. literally point blank asking someone who could have been the kingpin of all exactly. of this. Yeah, and obviously he's going to fucking lie to him. So, yeah. I just thought that was weird. So then he's on the phone with Betty and Betty's going to be spending her Thanksgiving with him at Stonewall because he needs to finish writing his book and focus. And also he's like, I also want to sleuth while you're here. So she's like, OK, cool. Um, so she comes. But then Brett in the corner is like listening the entire yeah. time. He's like in the corner. He's like, OK, I'm going to say too. So then it cuts to Tony and Cheryl at Thistle House. And they're trying to figure out what to do with this dead-ass body. Once again, like, they Mm -hmm. have a fucking body to deal with. And they said, 
Uh, Cheryl says, we're going to throw it into Sweetwater River. And then once the lake freezes over, by the time spring comes around, his whole body will be decomposed. So, like, no one will know who he is. I just feel like this this was all too much for me. Like, this was all, like... The whole storyline, This whole mean? Thistle House, Tony and Cheryl took a turn down crazy motherfucking street and yeah. <laughs> i'm just not yeah. i'm not going down that street with them this could have been such a cute episode to like i don't know like explain who they are or like what what are they thankful for and like talk, right. chill with like nana and like it was it went such a weird weird way she has a lot of i mean i don't know i get it they're like focusing on the fact that she's like this gothic fa- storyline and like you know the whole family and like there's death and murder and darkness and I just but it's like too much like yeah now they're like really really pushing it like it was one thing for the brother for her to hold on to her brother's dead ass corpse now she's like killing people hiding their bodies there's like a doll there's a haunted doll involved like Like, it's a lot of things are happening yeah and I think the one thing that sticks out more than anything else is the fact that Tony is so uh, complicit in all of this yeah she she's the one character that I was kind of surprised who's kind of just been sitting on the sidelines letting it all happen like like cheryl i get it like you've got your issues you've got your family shit that you got to deal with you like you got to deal with a dead body and you don't even care but tony is so unaffected that i'm I like love how are you okay moment, in this moment she was like cheryl i gotta like tell you something and i was like oh my god like she's she's done like she's like <laughs> yeah. over this like she's yeah. like i gotta move out like no she's like i feel like someone's watching me i'm like that's it like, like <laughs> you guys have done all this shit. Like that's all you're worried about. <laughs> well, oh I guess she's God. just they're just worried that like something so they're gonna get caught. But do you know what I mean? Like here but, I am. Yeah, she, I know. I, I'm thinking she's gonna be like, I'm done. I can't do this. Like this is too crazy for me. Like we just hit for another sure. body. For sure. <laughs> like I'm like waiting for that moment where she's gonna step forward and be like, "This is cray cray." Can we like? Yeah, stop and this it's now? not happening. And, and I'm like happening. now worried for Tony. Um. Anyway, so then it cuts to the El Royale and Veronica, Archie, and Monroe are like getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, Monroe even finds this gigantic deep fryer. And it's funny because when it first came forward in the episode, it's funny because I was just talking to my partner about it. And he was saying how like deep fried turkey is like his favorite thing in the world. So it was funny that like they brought it up. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to be making a deep fried turkey. Deep fried turkey. This, this is great. Um, so uh, whatever. So and then I should have known that it was going to become a part of the storyline. Well, because it's it funny. It it's funny that you say that because I literally just watched a video on bon appetit shout out to them because like they make great videos oh, but yeah, they did it they did a turkey thanksgiving video and like yeah. literally they're like never fry your turkey indoors yeah, and i was like oh things. shit i'm like this <laughs> thing's gonna explode it's gonna go down yeah so anyway so they're uh so he's about to go and deep fry this turkey and then this is when fp comes in and he's like sorry about it but we have to shut this whole situation down because it's been an on on going investigation with dodger it's a crime scene kind of so we're gonna have to shut down this thanksgiving so archie's like fuck this shit and even fp like loki's like yeah that's messed up like you should just do it anyway so he decides to just go ahead and do it he doesn't care what um hiram says um and then it cuts to betty getting to stonewall and i thought this was adorable they always have these cute bughead moments which i think is really adorable um 
Jughead is distracted as she's coming in because he's finishing a chapter in his book. And then she's like, we have some catching up to do. And he's like, he's like, I'm just like finishing this paragraph. And she's like, press save, please. (laughs) Like she's like, just turn (laughs) auto save on. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the computer running. She's horrified. Well, she's missed her boyfriend. (laughs) So she like jumps his bones right away, which I thought was cute. Um, And then it cuts to Phallus at the Cooper Res. Okay. Let me quickly, I just want to talk about this really quickly because it really, it was hard for me to watch it and still love Phallus. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what you think, NB, but I, watching them together and be intimate. Can you actually like explain the scene to me? Because I actually missed it. My stream cut out. So I don't even know what happened in this moment. So yeah, basically they're just talking in the kitchen and FP's just like frustrated about life because of Hiram and he doesn't want to work under Hiram anymore. And Alice takes this story and it's like, well, I'm horny. Like all the Cooper girls are just like horny. So she's like, instead of cooking dinner, why don't we just have a quickie and then just go to Pops for dinner? Is that <laughs> what like, she actually said? She basically. She's like, I don't feel like cooking. So so that's what she does. Um, but I like like I was going to say is the thing that frustrated me was realizing and remembering that FP was not around when Alice was in the farm like that. A hundred percent. Like part of that really bugs me. Like so I, much of yeah, that. Bugs you have me. resentment. Like you definitely have resentment to, yeah, towards him that he didn't save sure. his woman. And I hundred percent agree with that. I hundred percent think that like they could have, um, you know, just used him more in her storyline. He could have been the yeah. one to save her or, or ask about her or like break her out or something. And also, I don't want to say this, but, like, I think he was just hotter when he was a serpent. And, like, seeing yeah. him together when he was, like, a sexy, dirty serpent was just hotter, you know? <laughs> it's true. Like, now he's, like, a he's in his, like, bit, his, like, sheriff like, outfit. I'm like, hey, hey, honey, going back to work. I'm not to five. It's, yeah, like, it's like, I'm working hard now. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, it's not, definitely not as dangerous. Definitely not as fun to watch. Now that it's out in the open, I'm just like, uh, why are and that's, and not to cut all the way to the end of the episode, but even at the very end when he decides to become a serpent again, I was like, you could have at least said, you know, if I was a serpent, then I could have saved you from the farm yeah. while I was still the ship. Like, and literally anything nothing, to nothing. bring it yeah. back around and say, like, this is why I wasn't around for you, you know? Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Um, so they're going to go to Pops. Then it but cuts you know to- what, though? Real quick, before yeah. you, we go on. I think they were a, an amazing ship when they first started out. Like everyone exactly. was so excited about Phallus. And I think they're one of the ships that are kind of just like, they kind of died out. Like for sure. They're kind of meh now, you know, I don't really care let anymore. Us know what, yeah. Let us know what you guys think about Phallus at the moment. And if you guys agree or disagree, like, taken, we saw Phallus. Like he was the serpent king and she walked in, in fucking leather leather and was beach. like, I'm here, daddy. Like that was Phallus. Yeah. And what happened like, to that fire? Like boring, boring. Yeah, I don't know. I and I just like I said, I just feel like it all broke when their love for each other in that moment, like him wanting to save her, should have been there. It really yeah, should have at 100%. least been a sub. Yeah, yeah. Even if he failed miserably at it, at least it if he been said it, like if he tried and like it yeah. didn't succeed. Yeah. And on top of that, Charles, who is his half, like his son. Like they could have made a connection there to be like, you're an FBI agent. I'm I'm the sheriff. Like, let's do this together. Even if I suck at it, like they could have made it happen. But I guess it's so crazy that like it's so crazy that um, you build a character for like three seasons or four seasons. Right. And one little addition of dialogue or one little like anything 
can change the way an audience like, sees that character. Like, yeah. it's true. Like, I lost respect for F because I'm like, you didn't even go, like, save your woman. Like, yeah. And all it, it would have taken was, like, just one line of, like, damn, I tried, but I couldn't or whatever. Exactly. You know? It was, like, too busy or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, cutting to the Lodge residence and um, everybody's sitting down at the table. There's a cute little turkey dinner going on and... Hermione, uh, sorry, Veronica comes in and everybody's sitting there. Hermosa's there. She's like, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. I was going to go back to Miami, but now I'm going to have Thanksgiving here. She's like, come sit, Hermanita. Like she threw in like another <laughs> Spanish word. And, and Veronica's like, ah. She's like, ah, gross. I hate you all. She's I'm like, like, I speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I only speak Spanish when I want to. So then she starts yelling at Art, uh, not Archie, at Hiram saying, I can't believe you'd be so heartless to close a shelter. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, I'm disgusted by you. And then he says, honestly, it wasn't personal. And then she proceeds to pull the entire fucking turkey dinner off the goddamn <laughs> table and uh yeah then she's like neither was that papi and then she walks away <laughs> i loved it it was good it was great and i thought her, it was a freaking her mind is just sitting there like what i just went like, to whole foods and got all this food she's like i ordered this for uber eats uh, um so anyway I love that moment. I thought Veronica was pretty badass. I was like, yeah, it fuck was, your family. It was badass, Your family's yeah. shitty. Um, so then it cuts to Tony and Cheryl, and they find out that um, her aunt Cricket is watching them, like kind of like scoping the area since the uncle disappeared. And Cheryl decides, she's like, let's invite her to Thanksgiving, Blossom style. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what are we <laughs> going to do now? I was like, oh, my God. And Tony's not like confused or scared she's like okay cool yeah she's like, like down <laughs> she's like great idea i don't know what it is it might involve another murder but cool um yeah so i thought that was kind of weird then it cuts to betty and jughead and um they're just talking after their sex and basically jughead says i think that dupont forced chipping to kill himself which is what we are all thinking at this point and betty's like well where's your evidence and then he pulls out a yearbook photo of dupont and chipping and they're both wearing the same like pin there's like a pin on their uh jackets mm -hmm. and then he like does like a super close-up like csi zoom in and he's like it's the quill and skull and it's a secret it's like one of the oldest society secret societies at stonewall and they were part of it together there must be some some connection there they were like you know probably like he probably knew one of his deepest darkest secrets and was gonna expose it so then he like jumped out the window so um, did i not say this is all gonna be like the skulls basically basically yeah 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 100 yeah. you okay, cool. definitely <laughs> talked about this so basically you're right basically they just, they just had to call it quill and skull because like they couldn't call it like skull <laughs> or like skulls yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically this is going to be uh which i'm not mad at i'm not yeah, mad I'm at not that mad. i'm all about a secret society at yeah, a, yeah. Hot, we like were a, down at for a that. preppy school like whatever it's fine um and then it cuts to pops and it shows the sign and like pops <laughs> the whole <laughs> sign is like frozen like the entire fucking sign is completely frozen but you're right they don't show the ice storm at all they just show like frozen areas in riverdale yeah um which was like like whatever. i thought i thought it was going to become an actual thing where like people were like locked down and couldn't leave right yeah no it wasn't no. quite that situation <laughs> no so um then hermione and hiram walk in and fp and alice are already at pops 
And this part killed me because he's like, he's like, all the burger joints and they want to walk into ours. I'm like, like what, what other, other <laughs> burger joints are there it's in so Riverdale? It's like, like the don't only lie one, to me. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> I was like, this is such a stupid line to put in there because we all know that it's Pops. Um, and then that's when uh, Hermione and Hiram like see them. And then Alice kind of decides, she's like, you know what? Like, why don't you come join us for dinner? And then they're like, okay, cool. So they all sit down for dinner. I was kind of excited for this scene because I was like, oh, the parents are getting together yeah. and they're not going to be like hating on each other. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be that cool, like dramatic tension, which is probably going to happen, which it did. So yeah, I was, I was excited for it. Then it cuts to Betty and Jughead and they realize that there's like no, like no Ubers, no like there's no one's like delivering food because of the ice storm. So she's like, okay, well, why don't you get, go to the vending machine and pick up some food from there. So while he's there, there's this like masked creepy bunny that we saw at the promo and he's holding the ax. And then Jughead's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And <laughs> Betty comes up behind him and then whacks him with a golf club. And, mm -hmm. It turns out that it's Donna uh, or it's Brett that she knocks out. But Donna is also with him. And she was like, we were trying to play a prank on you. And Betty killed me. She was like, well, y'all are fucking stupid for coming like, up and trying Betty to scare Betty was all anybody. of us. Yeah, it was yeah, so stupid. Yeah, She's like, Can't, don't you guys have like another joke or like prank you can do? Like, it's not even funny and it's not even scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. you guys are so lame. She's like, maybe don't fucking come up to my boyfriend with an axe and a mask and like yeah. hope that we're not going to try to attack you like what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you people so whatever uh then it cuts to archie and veronica at the el royale and they're just having a really cute moment with each other she's like i love you i love you i love you whatever and um thanksgiving is starting so people are starting to show up like all the kids are showing up and um the dodger family or dodgers family comes in and she was like oh well well, so well here i am i was like so I don't need extra. this right now, though. Yeah. I don't need it. That storyline really annoyed me because like, I just didn't want them around me. It wasn't even like just the mom or like a brother. It was like the mom, the two sons, like the yeah. uncle. Like I was it like, was like the on, whole guys. fam. I'm like, okay, really, like guys. we don't need the whole family. <laughs> like this is so unnecessary. Anyway, then it cuts back to Stonewall and Betty is stitching Brett's head together because like she hit it, whatever. And um, as he's leaving the room. Um, he drops something in front of Jughead and then Jughead reads the letter he out reads it loud. Right away. He's such I'm, a loser. This and this is what I'm telling you guys. Like uh, when it comes to Jughead's character, I was like, why are you being so yeah, dumb he's like, with your he's like, thing? This is my last ever letter I'm gonna ever write. He's like, Hey, is this yours? Did you drop this? <laughs> hey, is this yours? He's like, What like, does this mean? Why like, don't you hide it? <laughs> why don't you hide it? Read it later, then find a way to confront them afterward. Yeah. But so, do you think he dropped it on purpose? I mean, at this point, I feel like Jughead's just being stupid. Like, I don't think that he okay. would have dropped it on purpose. Like, why okay. would he have dropped it? Unless he's trying to know. frame him. Like, That's I what I mean. Know. Like, I feel like they're trying to push. Because because they already know that Jughead is an investigator and, like, he does his own shit. I feel like they're trying to lead him in a certain direction. And they're but fucking is, with him, you know? But what is, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. You could be right. I just thought it was really stupid that Jughead at that point in time, like, didn't, like, keep it behind. And, like, because either way, even if he dropped it by accident, him, like, seeing it right then and there was not, a, like, didn't make any sense. Like, exactly. You would, yeah, you would not do sense. that if somebody dropped something. So, 
Uh, anyway, they leave the room, and then Betty's like, you know how we can get them? She's like, with alcohol, because everybody's going to spill their beans when they're drunk. <laughs> Which I didn't understand, because I'm like, you're going to have to get them really fucked up for them to like <laughs> yeah. admit to anything of a secret society. Like, literal murder. Like, guys, come on. Like, it's like this tiny little fucking flask that like you could finish in a sip. I was like, what <laughs> She's like, we're going to get them. <laughs> So then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony and they're having Thanksgiving. It was a really quick scene. She basically gets everybody to sit down. So then it cuts to Archie at the El Royale. And that's when he finds out from one of the kids that it's Dodger's family. He's like, I saw them at the arcade. It's Dodger's family. And then Archie kind of goes up to the main woman and she's like, well, we don't want any trouble, but you guys have to leave right now. And uh, that's when she pulls out the gun. And she's mm-hmm. like, we're here to find out who tried to kill Dodger, my son. And I was like, this is unnecessary. Like, why yeah. are we doing this right now? Yeah. But whatever. That's her mission. And that's his trouble right now. Then it cuts back to Pop's diner. And it was cute. Like, FP, Alice, Hiram, Hermione are, like, re- reminiscing. Um, they were talking about how, like, Fred's family was always, like, the best family. Like, it was cute that they brought him back into the mix of the storyline. Because it was, yeah. like the core five i guess or you're like, right and i loved know. how like he was he was sort of the the main common factor for all of right, them i feel right. like and it's true. for them to kind of bring the conversation back to fred it was very cute i was like okay like yeah i, I love this and so that's that's what kind of brings Hiram to say like let's go down to the bon nui and let's get drunk yeah let's, like, have a drink for you know on behalf of fred i love and that F- too and fp's like all right i'll take it like let's go let's go down um, and then it cuts to Stonewall again. And then they're playing this weird ass version of Never Have I Ever. Yeah. I've Why were they like never... holding up their hands? It was so Because they were like trying to like count down the times that they were or weren't like oh. yes or no's. But then I was like, also in Never Have I Ever, don't you have to drink each time you are? You, you are. I think but that's what was happening, wasn't it? No, but like no one's passing the flask around fast enough. <laughs> like, no, because like it said like Betty, you kiss a girl and she was like, yeah. And like she took she took so the drink. She, but she took a sip, but then so could have Jughead and Brett. And they did put their hand, their finger down. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They just didn't. If they wanted to play it that way, they definitely shouldn't have put the finger down. I didn't. In, like, in the I end, like, I didn't understand what they were trying to do. Because like literally in the end, she's like, are you guys a part of a secret society? And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, no. I'm like, was that really your fucking <laughs> plan? Like, you were going to ask them straight up. I was like, what the fuck is wrong they with you They took, like, two sips. Like, they're not even drunk. They're like, not what? even close to being drunk. That's why I what? felt like I felt like this must have been, like, a secondary plan or, like, it was a trick. To, I like, thought that trick like, them. I I'm like, this is a dumbass plan. Yeah, I thought that Betty and Jughead had, like, a better plan yeah. that they were going to, like, dupe them about. But they but didn't. But then it really wasn't. <laughs> it was just Betty yeah. going and spying in her room. That was like, it. Like, literally, Jughead's like, never have I ever been a part of a secret society. <laughs> I was like, bro. Like, what? What the fuck is your, like, what is your fucking Even interrogation Brett, skills like, right If, now? like, at Brett's face, he's like, what? Like, <laughs> are like, you fucking dumb? He's like, even if I was a part of Secret Society, I'm not going to do it because I'm playing fucking Never Have I Ever. Yeah. <laughs> what else wrong with you? Also, can I just say, like, Brett's kind of hot. Uh, no. In a weird way. Is my, am I being weird? He's kind of hot. <laughs> Shout out to the comments if you agree with me. <laughs> that Brett's kind of hot. I think he was a child actor or something. He looks very familiar. Mm. He has a very, like, different face. And, like, I don't know. He was just kind of, like, his hair looked good today. And, like, he was, like, yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> I don't. I obviously innately don't like him because he's like a villain. But whatever. Right. Um. So then it. Uh. So then that's when Betty's like, "Oh, let me go get more alcohol because there's like two sips in this fucking flask." So <laughs> like, she- who brought the flask? <laughs> Bring the bottle. Bring the goddamn. You bottle. guys are so bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> So then she goes into Donna's room and then she finds the skull and uh, quill um, pin. Pin, yeah. And then on the back of it says RC. And um, that's when she talks to Jughead and Jughead's like, yo, that's like Mr. Chipping's pin. His first name was like Roger or whatever the fuck his last name, first name was. So that was his pin. And then he's like, why did she even keep it? And then Betty's like, well, at FBI school, like when I was yeah. an FBI agent for like five seconds, she's like, they told us that <laughs> she's like, killers take like a souvenir from the victims as a trophy or whatever. And I was like, wow, that is true. You guys saw him jump out of a window. So that's like, not a serial killer he, move. Like, yeah. Like, obviously no not. one killed him. <laughs> They're so off this week. They are so off. Like they, they're the ones that got drunk. Like they got drunk at the fucking party. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, because because then then in the end they just went and had sex after they didn't even care to solve anything. They're like, let's just go have sex. Just they just wanted to bone. That's what I mean. Like just keep it at boning then. If you guys are going to be shitty sleuth people, yeah. So then it cuts to the El Royale and. Now everybody's, like, freaking out because, like, they're all sitting at the table, but they're like, what do we do? Like, these guys can't be here. Like, what are we like? What are we going to do? And then Monroe's brother kind of goes up to the table to get more food, and then he sees the gun sitting on the table, and he tries to reach for it. And then that's when she's like, no, 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 no. Now I'm like, going to kill somebody. Why don't you guys just call the cops? I don't understand. Yeah, like, it's as like, you guys, why are you guys if, like, all sitting sitting at the table as if like a your phones are dead and, and you're like locked to the chair like you can get yeah. up and call the cops yeah you're not under arrest or like, you can leave fuck? like it was ridiculous yeah. it was a little i, ch- I didn't i didn't like the storyline at all unless like unless they were like everybody give me your phones then i'd be like okay like they're literally under hostage and like, like the mom was situation. like the mom sat down and she was like huh I'm going to eat all your food. And then she yeah. just like, she just like put her gun on the table and that was it. Like they didn't even point the gun to anyone yet. Like it was just sitting on the table. I was like, this is yeah, so stupid. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> that was so, weird. Anyway, so when that happens, this all happens really, really quickly. Um, so She's like, oh, you're the one. Oh, you're the one, Carrothead. You're the one with the hero complex. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like, you freaking killed my, my, I was like, really? Like, I was like, are you really going to care about your son right now? Like, honestly, guys, really? you look like a fucking so, meth addict. Like, you don't care like, about your son. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> so really quickly going back to her character. So she is the one that, um, was it her boyfriend or her husband? Like, her son as well, who got killed at the Cooper residence. Uh, Do you guys I remember? Say, I want to say it's the boyfriend. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, like, how way, many sons does she have? To I was like, I don't know. know. This woman probably had a lot of sons. I don't but know. what do you think so, the significance of that is? Because there, there's going to be a connection for sure. I mean, I feel like they're just like, this is the trash family. Like, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I just I just feel like they're the trash family. This poor they're woman. Just gonna keep, keep bringing them in whenever they feel like they need a trash family. Yeah. Um. Or you could be right. There could be a connection like between Dodger and... Like, it's just Dodger weird to me and, that... It's yeah. just weird to me that, like, she w- she would be in the Cooper house two seasons ago, and then, like, now she's just, like, again up in their business. Like, it's weird. Maybe she's Chick's son or Chick's mom. Like, we don't know for sure, like, where he- his parents are either, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe there's a connection with Charles and Chick and this woman and... True. I don't know. 
<gasps> I will see. Yeah. But either way, I'm just like, why? She comes in like once every two seasons. Like, why are you even a relevant storyline? Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't understand. Like, anyway, whatever. They they were really pulling at storylines this episode, I think. Um, So while this is all happening, you can see that the fucking turkey is boiling the f up it's like it's like, like it's hot well like hot. they awkwardly like focus on the thermometer for like a good 35 seconds and i was yeah. like okay this is a really weird shot like why They're are we on the thermometer yeah. <laughs> for this long and also like the thermometer was like flipping back and forth like yeah. crazy it was like beep, 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 beep. i'm like it's not going <laughs> hot and cold it's just gonna get hotter and hotter like what the fuck i was so, like archie don't maybe don't trust this thermometer like, yeah i feel like your fucking boiler is bro- <laughs> oh, broken man. So anyway, I, this was a cute moment. So like as the gun is being pointed at Archie, all the kids are like, I'm the hooded person. I'm the person you're looking for. I'm the person you're looking for. So they're all trying to protect Archie, which I thought was really cute. And as the woman's like, fuck you guys all. I'm going to kill this guy, whatever. I don't care. Uh, right before she's about to do something, the turkey fucking explodes out of the fucking <laughs> boiler. And then chaos ensues. The one thing that I was like, the the right away, I was like, so when it, like, I've never seen it happen, obviously, but when a turkey explodes out of a deep fryer, I'm pretty sure like hot oil flies Goes everywhere. everywhere. There's well, metal the that explodes. Can, the, the place can catch on fire. The entire place can catch on fire. Yeah. Like there was nothing. It was just like a fucking burnt turkey at the very end of it. Anyway. <laughs> I was just like, this is so like Archie, did you put oil in there? Yeah, he probably didn't put any oil in. That's probably what happened. He's like, I'm going to deep fry chicken without any oil. Um, so in the chaos, that's when Mary is able to grab the gun. Veronica kind of has a badass moment where she stabs the guy with like the the turkey carver or whatever. And um, yeah, so everybody's kind of getting attacked. Then Mary grabs the gun and she's like, get the fuck out of here. I have the right to shoot you dead if I want to. She counts them down to five and they all dip. Whatever. They leave. Um, Veronica's like, oh, my God, Mrs. Andrews. You so, so here's cool. the thing. Here's the thing. Also, guys, and I just had to YouTube this. Please type in deep fried turkey fails compilation on YouTube. (laughs) And they actually show you what happens when it explodes. It's so funny. Is it literally fire and like it's fire? Like it's like really like it's like like you could die. Like if you're by the pot, like you will be on fire. You'll Um, get murdered. Yeah. So this is the thing. This is the problem that I have with this storyline. It's the fact that like we know that nothing's going to happen to Archie. Like we know that he's not going to get shot. Like he's the main character. Like he's safe. So you know the way that the story was already going like i wasn't invested in it and i didn't really give a shit because i'm like nothing is gonna happen to him yeah they're now if like she took someone else as like hostage or like did something else veronica or maybe even veronica like who knows where like something could possibly maybe happen to them or like injure them or something yeah i'd be more like oh shit like this bitch is crazy but i was just sitting there being like okay let's just can we just skip through this because like nothing's gonna happen to him like (laughs) skip you know yeah i agree i just feel like so, it was a lazy lazy storyline for for this for this week it was just i just feel like they could have done more they if they were gonna more. go this if they were gonna go this route they could have definitely given someone else or you know, like we've already seen archie get punched out in the face we've already seen him with a gun in his face like we've already seen and that's all the thing this. like he's had so much conflict with with this guy like dodger leading up to this point i think i would have been okay if like honestly the whole episode the whole conflict was just like how do we cook a turkey like i would have been down for that <laughs> you know what i mean like 
like that would have been cute like if they're all like sitting over the thing and like trying to like cook this damn turkey yeah i'm just i'm over him having like the same like i'm trying to protect everyone like storyline the world and not even just that like even like because this is the thanksgiving episode of everybody coming together why couldn't he be like I understand that you guys are Dodgers family. I didn't do anything to him, but he was being a piece of shit to everybody. Yeah. So like explaining his Explain side of the it. story exactly. and, and like make her understand like, this is what that your son has been, been cool. doing. Then I would have been like, okay, at least you're getting somewhere with the characters. And said, she's like, who hit my son? Who hurt my son? I was yeah. like, it was deserved. And you, someone should say that it was deserved, but it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like no one said anything. Anyway, whatever they leave. Um, Mary comes out and she's like, yes, I fucking did it. And then she was like, what was that gigantic sound? And then she like, <laughs> like looks no one, over. No one realizes the motherfucking and the, yeah. turkey. And the turkey's like fucking burnt on the floor. Like it just exploded. <laughs> and like I said, like no fire, nothing. And she right away, she's like, who the F like cooks a turkey inside? But then I was like, bitch. You it's your were son. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what what is this trick question? It was your son. <laughs> but also, like, wouldn't you also have known that there was a turkey boiling in a pot in the corner? Like, you would have known <laughs> like that. She would have known. She was there all day. She would have been like, okay, the turkey's in the frying oil. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like or she whole, pro- the whole writing of this moment was so weird. Yeah. Anyway. It was weird. So it was sloppy. It was just very sloppy. So then, and then at this point in time, they're like, okay, now we can call the police. I'm like, now nah, you're going to call the police? <laughs> now you're going to call the police? Only like, call the, the firefighters. <laughs> They'll come faster. Yeah, seriously. Fucking FP's at the party. bar getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening tonight, honey. So uh, speaking of which, it cuts to the Bonnui and everybody's drinking. And Hiram this, makes a comment. This night basic- like turns sour like really quick. Like I thought Real everyone was fast. having a good time. And I'm like, I thought everyone was getting lit. And then... If he wasn't drinking, so then her like Hiram calls him out. He's like, "Oh, you're not drinking, eh? You don't like my you don't like my rum." And FP's like, "No, actually, like I have to drive because like you guys are all getting fucking drunk now." (laughs) And then Hiram's like, "You got a problem with me or what?" I was like, that was it. Like, that was it. That's what kind of like started. FB was triggered. He's like, I actually do have several problems with you. It's not even just one. He's and like, he I'm not like, your motherfucking puppet. You tried to kill my son. <laughs> yeah. Like, there were so like, many damn, things. Like, harbored feelings. Like, you <laughs> For know. For sure. Um, and then he basically, like, they have a fist fight, sort of. But then, like, FP breaks a bottle. A, yeah. Like a wine bottle. And, like, basically almost slits Hiram's throat. And Hiram's like, do it, bitch. Because <laughs> he knew he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. He's like, do it. Let's see. And FP's like, oh, I can't do it. He's like, look you, dude. You deserve yeah. it, motherfucker. He's like, and everyone he knows like, you deserve this, but you're not going to yeah. get this. I was like, yeah. dude, that was the lamest, like, you should lamest no, fight like, you've ever had, FP. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a lame story. But the one thing that I wanted to ask you, and like the quality of my stream was like not great, so I couldn't tell. And maybe somebody in the comments could tell us for sure. But was Hiram wearing a skull and pin, a skull and quill pin? <gasps> was he? I don't know. Can someone do some sleuthing for us? Why than did you notice it? Jughead and Betty. Yeah, his pin is different. His pin is definitely different. It's not the octopus anymore. It's not the octopus anymore. I mean, he could be could part of it. Seen. I'm not surprised, right? Like, he, I wouldn't be surprised. He's, you know the upper class like he's he could he be would have gone to a prep school he definitely yeah. would have gone to a prep yeah, yeah. school 
So, yeah, I'd like to know if anybody can do some sleuthing and let us know, unless I was just like my eyes were really bad and I couldn't see. I mean, it's a, very, um, it's a possibility. Then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony doing their Thanksgiving. And Cheryl's like, why don't you tell? She asked Nana to tell the first story of the Blossoms first Thanksgiving. And basically the story is like this dark gothic story where everybody was starving and then they ended up having to eat each other to survive. It just sounded um, so fake. I was like, Nana, really? I was, girl? I was like, girl. Like, come <laughs> on. I'm not even buying this motherfucking story. Like, come on. I mean, it's ha- it has happened in like American history books, like where like people have traveled and they've had to eat each other to survive. So I get it. But yeah, they definitely made her like go all the way to the edge. And of course, as the story's being told, like the camera's like zooming in on these pies that they're fucking eating. Um, and then that's when uh, Cheryl kind of says, yeah, like you guys are eating like a, sh- a blossom as well. Like it's in the pie, Sweeney Todd styles. And that's when like they start freaking out. They're like, no way, that's not true. And then they find like a ring. One of them finds a ring in the food. Like they find it in the pie. Mm-hmm. And that's when Cheryl's like, don't you ever fucking come here one more and, time. Like, they like, call her bluff like every single time because – Cause they're like, you're lying. Like you would yeah. never serve like your uncle. And then like the guy you're bites crazy. on the on the ring. And then she's like, see, she's like, I made him basically in the in the meat pie. And then the cousin's like, nah. He's like, I still don't believe you. He's like, you're not that weird. And then she's like, oh yeah. She's like, look at look at the doll. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we still don't believe you. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> She like Tony, up. bring up dessert. <laughs> and then she's like, "Fucking Jason comes up in a fucking wheelchair." Yeah, and then she's like, oh, "Okay, so yeah, you guys like, are okay, really you're pretty crazy." crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that's when she scares scares him off. And Cheryl's like, "Don't you ever come here again? Don't you ever threaten us again?" And I was like, "Was that a solid plan?" I yeah, like was know. that the best thing? Like you couldn't just blackmail this bitch. Like yeah. you couldn't have done anything else. Couldn't have like brought this around a different way. It was, weird. Or... it was so weird, and it was weird that like Tony was so down for it. Like, yeah, it, it, it was too much for me. I was like, I'm I was over it. Like, I can't. This is a weird uh, storyline yeah. that you guys are trying. I'm glad that they aren't like it. They didn't bake them into the pie when you find out later. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, this shit's still fucked up. Like, why'd you guys go along with this story? <laughs> <It's> yeah. <fucked. laughs> So anyway, so then it cuts to because at the end of the day, they still killed someone. You know what I mean? Like they're still covering that's, up. That's the, the thing. Murder they're still covering with, it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like fucked up. The fact that like they're like, oh, you guys are eating him in a pie. But like also like you're not. You killed him, him. But like real talk. We yeah. did kill him for realsies. Though. <laughs> like, so it's yeah. like all these random layers to the story. Anyway, cutting to Jughead, Betty and uh, Brett and Donna. They're all talking. And right away, like. Jughead's like, okay, I know how to do this now. I know how to play Never Have I Ever, okay? Never have I ever tried to cover up a murder. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, bro? So, whatever. So, then he gets, like, he doesn't say anything, obviously. And then at that moment in time, because she, she, like, pulls out the pin, like, like, Betty's like, I found your pin in his room or your room, whatever. And... Then Donna runs away. She goes into her room and right uh, away. Betty's I'm like, like, oh, she's going to say she had an affair with the guy. That's she's, sure. Oh, did you already know? Oh, 100%. I was like, because oh, okay. I saw her face. She's like, she made like this really weird, like, 
cheese face the girl yeah Donna, i'm like oh here she goes gonna gonna be like i Lying had an affair like he like attacked me i just felt <laughs> it like I, and I, I and so she says she goes we were having an affair right yeah yeah and she was gonna come come clean with it and that's why he d- he did what he did yeah like he jumped out the window because she was gonna she was gonna f- tell everyone that they were fucking. something yeah yeah but she like, but she played the she she made it sound more like uh aggressive like she's like he made me do things that i didn't want to do like it wasn't was just like, like a love affair things? it was like more things so yeah. um they right away felt bad for her obviously they're like oh my god like that's really fucked up but i didn't believe her i was like i don't believe i didn't that believe girl. her for a second yeah it was like lies lies.com this is not true um yeah so i was gonna ask you whether or not you believe donna because they do ask the same question later but i was like yeah i don't believe it at all so then it cuts back to fp and alice at the cooper residence fp's just like cheese he's like what the fuck he's like he's like being a serpent's like in my blood man like i need to like be a fucking serpent again man and then alice is like but like why can't you do both like is there a rule that you can't be the sheriff and a a serpent And he's like, true, I'm going to be both. Because he's like, if Hiram can be the mayor and kingpin, who says I can't be a gang leader yeah, and a sheriff? it's true. I'm like, everyone. It's true, but like, also, where are that. the serpents? Like, they have, they've been like, yeah, so like, do you even have a gang anymore? So that's a good that's a good point too. also i thought your son was the leader so what happened to that yeah and did he get dethroned because <laughs> he's at fucking stonewall um so then it cuts to tony and cheryl and you find out this is when you find out that they serve them lamb pies and serve like real yeah. human pies and then they do have a cute like shoney moment they do. where cheryl's like i love you tt and then she's like i love you i'm so grateful for you was that their first i love you i did i didn't think that it was the way she prefaced it sounded like she's like you know it's the first time she's like i haven't really said this but i love you and i was like whoa yeah. like is that the first time she's saying i love you i i feel like they have said it in the past yeah i feel like they moved in together and they yeah, had that yeah. moment and like you know all that stuff so i feel like they did say it from time but maybe it was like i love you in like now yeah because, like, and i'm you, grateful you're helping to like cover, cover up, up my dead body <laughs> yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of shit. You know that what? You, it like, was such a cute for. moment. Um, and it kind of took me back to like their, the beginning of, of Shoni, but then yeah. like realizing what they're under and what situation they're in. I'm like, ugh, this is still weird. Like, cause yeah, they finished the whole like cute moment by panning out to the fucking Julian doll. Yeah. And I was like, took God, like it's so fucking creepy. <laughs> it's just weird, yeah. Just chilling in the cor- chicken, chilling in the corner. Um, then it cuts to Jughead and Betty, and they're just talking. And Betty basically says, "Like I'm not sure Donna was be- telling the truth. Like she still could be like leading off, leading us off the path to stop us from finding out the truth." And um, this is when Jughead's like, "I'm gonna talk to the ju- the headmaster." And I was like, no, Betty tells him ju- to do everything. Yeah, Betty does. Yeah, Like, he doesn't say anything. He's like, poor Donna. She's like, um, I think Donna's lying. He's like, really? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I didn't believe her. Did you? <laughs> and then she's like, you need yeah. to go speak to your headmaster. He's like, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll do that. Like, she's like, I you need to go like, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, she basically tells him to do everything. And he's like, okay, yes, mommy. But there were like two things that I was frustrated about. One is. How could you trust yes. anybody at that school at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number two, how have we not met the headmaster? Like, who is yet? the headmaster? Like, who is he? Is he Dumbledore? Like, it's so who is weird. this person? Like, I was just very confused. Like, 
if anything, you think that DuPont would be the headmaster. And I'd be like, okay, so he's the one that's like running the school. There's no one ahead of him or above him that's going to like fuck shit up. Yeah. But now that there's like this random headmaster, I'm like, okay, weird. Um, anyway, so then they start like having sex again. And then it cuts to this camera in the corner recording them fucking. Like the basically. biggest blinking red light in the corner yeah, of the room. That like clearly no one these noticed. two fucking detective super sleuths did not see yeah. in the corner. Yeah. They're like, cool. We're just going to tell us, uh, tell every single secret we have and then make a sex tape. Cool. Yeah. Um, then so they're obviously going to blackmail them, right? You think? I don't know if they're blackmailing them or just spying on them, but yeah, I didn't even think about blackmail. Well, but that it was sense. positioned towards the bed, so I feel like they they want to like catch them in the act or something, like you know? sexing each other. Yeah, yeah. And like, why wouldn't you think that? Because he shares a room with Brett, right? So you'd think that. Oh he, yeah. Like he would have like made sure that there was nothing That's in so his true. area. That I forget that Brett's in his sketchy. room. Yeah. So I was like, this is weird. Anyway, so then it cuts to the El Royale. And um, there's a mirac- uh, like a Thanksgiving miracle. There's like a spare back- turkey. backup turkey. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, well, no one's going to question this. All right, cool. I'm going to move on. Um, and Mary's like, I'm so happy that everybody's here. Like your father would be so happy. And Archie does grace that his dad would normally do. And then he ends it off with like one of his lines, which is, I'm grateful to be alive and, he, and to be here with you. And I was like, but he's not anymore. Yeah, and it makes I started me to sad. cry. Yeah, it was really, they, they, de- they definitely pulled the emotion out of this part of the storyline, which I thought was really nice. Then it cuts to the hospital and FP's like talking to the doctor and he's like, I want to, you know, interrogate Dodger before he gets sent away and like whatever and the doctor's like don't worry we monitor our patients very closely and then of course as soon as they open the goddamn door the guy's gone gone. yeah he's literally gone and then fp's like are you fucking kidding me i was like is everybody (laughs) in riverdale who's a professional adult like an idiot yeah literally fuck is running this goddamn town like these guys are so stupid um so then uh then it cuts to the next day at stonewall and then as like Jughead is about to go talk to the headmaster, he sees the headmaster talking to Donna and then he's like, what's happening? And then Brett like comes out of nowhere and he's like, well, uh, you know, Donna came forward and told the truth about Mr. Chipping having the affair. She wanted to, you know, she wanted to keep it quiet because like she didn't want to affect the family. But now like she feel like she felt like she needed to get it off her chest. Yeah. And then this is when Jughead kind of, and makes a look where he's like, okay, so like all of the things that they were saying, like what Donna was saying, it was true. And I was like, okay, so they're basically using the information that they got from the videotape, maybe that they that they're lying, like yeah, that like it it's gonna push them off the track because now Jughead's gonna believe them, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that for what sure. you got from that? I don't think they saw the the tape that quickly, like. But I maybe mean, you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. Like, because they're they're probably still thinking that Jughead and Betty are like still sleuthing. So they probably like watch the tape back and they're like, oh, they still don't believe you. So now you have to go to the headmaster. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. But now that I'm talking about it out loud, videotape, VHS tapes that were sent to all of the families 
Do you spying. think there's a connection there? I mean, the, the whole idea that someone is spying on, on them too, like it, it connects to that. But I don't get why. Like, why are they spying on Riverdale? You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't get I, it. I don't know. I don't know. There must be something with like this quill and skull and quill I feel and like the new principal at Riverdale High is definitely connected to the skulls for sure. Oh. Mr. Honey. Oh, yeah. Because you had done said that from time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, like there must story. be a connection there. Yeah. I'll be interested to see when they all pull that all back yeah. together. Um, and yeah. So anyway, whatever. Jughead is like, okay, I guess you guys are right. Whatever. Then it cuts to Betty. And of course, she's like, I'm not letting this shit go. I'm going to fucking find it out. So then it pans out and it shows her like fucking Homeland Claire vision board. Yeah, her board, vision board. How did she do that so quickly? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, girl, you just got like, home. Betty be cray cray. She's just like on that shit. She's like, my boyfriend can't do shit. I'm going to do it Seriously. myself. Seriously. <laughs> um, and then one of the final scenes is Archie at home. He's like playing the guitar. Mary comes in and she's like, what a crazy Thanksgiving. Yeah. She's like, that was lit. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I pointed a gun at a woman. It was crazy. <laughs> And then Archie's like, welcome to Riverdale, mom. And I was like, she was raised here. So maybe. Yeah, like she's been here before you. <laughs> so calm the hell down. Chill. <laughs> but it was cute. Like she. It was cute. She's definitely won me over. Like. She's definitely won me over. But the one thing that like kind of kills me too is, you know, the entire time uh, Mary's been saying like, let's get out of Riverdale. This place is so dangerous. Within two episodes. She's been shot at inside of the house. There was a fucking shooting inside of the house. And then her fucking son had a gun pointed at her, like pointed at him this episode. Like if I was a mom who's responsible, I'd be like, let's get the fuck out of this town too. Like the crazy thing is she thinks Chicago is safer than Riverdale. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Considering Chicago has the highest mortality rate. (laughs) preach all right maybe riverdale's in chicago (laughs) it's a different part of chicago Uh, but yeah i just think that like her inconsistencies as a character for her to be like okay i guess we're gonna stick it through this criminal town where people literally get shot up every five episodes i think that platform that she had was before fred died so Right, it but makes I still sense believe, at that time. I still think that she, I, I still think it's it's pretty plausible now. Like she, I, maybe she, she thinks that she should move back, let him finish school, and then like they'll figure it out. But I also think that because Fred's passing, like she feels and she loves that connection that Archie has to the town, and like I get he's yeah, like replicating his dad's mission. So I think that like, she sees that in a different way now too. I mean, at the same time, I think that. Mary's crazy because the next thing that she says was pretty insane. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, what are the odds of the turkey exploding at that perfect moment? <laughs> yeah, and then and then Archie's like, oh my god, mom, like we were got so lucky, and she's like, no, Archie, it's not luck, it's your dad. It's your dad. And he's <laughs> like, like, even his what? face was like, what? He's like, okay. He's like, okay, mom, okay, mom, it's my it's dad. Crazy. She's like, like, it was your dad. <laughs> I was like, that was so weird. Mary Andrews thinks that her his dad is <laughs> ghost a is turkey. in a fucking fried turkey. Cheryl's family thinks that there's a fucking uh, ghost inside of Jason's doll body or fucking Julian's doll body. Like, what's going on in Riverdale? Fucking possessed turkeys and possessed dolls. As long as there's no gargoyle kings. <laughs> I mean, we did ask for no gargoyle king, so we didn't get a gargoyle king, but we just got possessed fucking inanimate objects <laughs> so at the very at 
the very end of the episode, they put up a plaque uh, at the El Royale. Yeah, because the fried, the fried explosive turkey reminds uh, yeah. Archie that he should put a plaque up for his dad. <laughs> He's like, dedicated to my dad, a.k.a. Uh, fried turkey. That's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. He's I'm like, you know what, that mom? That gives me the best idea. <laughs> Like, why don't you name it after your dad instead yeah, of putting a like, stupid little plaque on the wall? <laughs> well, it did say, like, Fred Andrews on it. But then the thing that, like, killed me was, like, yeah, it shows a picture of Fred at the very end. It was really sweet. But I was like, you should just put up a picture of a turkey at this point. Like, what's wrong? So <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> Guys, I didn't tell. I didn't. Uh, I didn't create that storyline. I know. Because it was almost it. like okay. it was almost like, OK, like Fred means more than that. Like the way she said yeah. it was like. No, Archie, it was your dad. He was like, inside. Your dad of it was a fried explosive turkey. <laughs> it oh, just it so just felt funny. so stupid. It just felt so dumb. Oh, Riverdale. What are you gonna do? That was the episode. I don't think I have any <laughs> questions this episode. I think everything was pretty like cut and dry. Yeah. Uh like that turkey. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> you burnt. Literally you burnt. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Um yeah, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. Um, my best moment. I think I'm gonna give it to Bughead investigating together, like old times. Even though yeah. Jughead was definitely off his game this week, um, Way off. and Betty was sort of like filling in the blanks for him. Um, I still loved seeing them together and like their cute little like sexy moments. What they was really cute. Yeah, I thought they were really cute too. Um, I'm going to give my best moment to FB and Hiram fighting. I know that you said that mm. it was like a pretty weak fight, but I did like to see the fact that they got to call each other out. You're right. Um, You're right. Like they finally got to air out their actual feelings. Like I forgot yeah. that, you know, FP was asked by Hermione to kill Hiram. Like there were a few things that happened True. that I kind of forgot about yeah. that I was like, okay, they're going to bring this shit I up I just again. wish like so they got like into that. a fist fight. Like not just like. Pure. Yeah. You know, it was stupid. But also, I feel like Hiram would have kicked his ass, like, really hard. But really, like, though? Are you telling me hot yeah. freaking FP, who's a serpent motorcycle gang leader, can't beat up Hiram know. Lodge? My money's on Hiram. I mean, Did I guess those he's a trained fighter. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe. You'll, like, KO him in one minute. Um, anyway, that's another conversation. I hope that Marcus Willis is listening so we can weigh in on how he <laughs> feels about FP versus Hiram. WTF, WTF moment. Um, what was your WTF moment? WTF moment. Um, I think it was the camera taping Bughead because it was such a like. Yeah. It was such yeah. a quick turnaround from like them just like having sex and then like I'm like oh wow like I wasn't expecting a camera to be there in the corner. Right. Um And obviously yeah. like what does that mean uh, moving forward? Who put it there? I'm assuming it's Donna and Brett. Um, what are they gonna do are with that? Like, are people? they actually gonna sell like a sex tape? Like that'd be pretty crazy. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And it keeps it high school too. So yeah, I'd, exactly. Like, I'd, I'd be down for that. It'd be like more like cruel intention. Yes. You know I mean? And that's kind of what Which we were seeing in the beginning. We were kind of saying like the skulls meets cruel intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did say that. So um, I I would love that for sure. And I would also like a writer's credit at this point, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, exactly. We're basically writing the inspiration. this story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my WTF moment is going to go to the exploding turkey that didn't kill anybody at all. Like, yeah. It was not like... First of all, I thought the exploding turkey was a hilarious story plot point, but also the fact that like no one got injured, I was like, 
come on. This is not believable yeah. at all. Yeah. MVP. Who's your MVP? MVP is going to go to Betty Cooper and okay. Mary Andrews. I think oh. Betty absolutely slayed the investigation with Jughead this week. And um, I loved her her Carrie Homeland vision board at the end. Um, <laughs> you know, when that girl puts those pictures together with those bottles, with those going. pins, like, you know she's got something going. So yeah, she's going to get true. to the bottom of it. And it, it kind of makes me think that, like, this whole Charles thing, too, might be connected to that as well. You know, like, something maybe will be, I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? Because, like, if they're making they're her investigate it, then, like, there's there might be a connection. Yeah, I agree. You know? You're right. I think that because she's investigating it, it must circle back around. To Riverdale, yeah. To Riverdale, yeah. yeah. My MVP is going to go to Veronica for, mm-hmm. like, going in on her shitty family and being mm-hmm. like, everybody go fuck yourselves. I'm a ruined dinner. You all suck. We No one knows how to fucking communicate in this fucking family. Like, I love that moment where she pulled that shit down yeah. and she was like, I hate everybody. Like, taking, like, two turkeys were lost during the filming of this episode. Yeah. Like, R.I.P. two turkeys. Shame. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Because um, I also wanted to say the exploding turkey is also my MVP <laughs> of the episode. But it didn't even kill anyone. <laughs> it didn't kill anybody, but, like, it I was feel Fred. like it kind of saved the day. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Fred. The, ex- the exploding turkey encased in Fred. Yeah, it was great. LVP. Who's your LVP? Um, LVP, I'm going to, like, I didn't really know who to choose. So I'm going to say Donna and Brett only because okay. I feel like I want them to be more malicious or I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm expecting so much more from their characters and I'm not getting it just yet. Like, I'm almost Do you ex- feel like it's I'm because they're building them up, though? Maybe, maybe. But, and that's why they're my LVP this week. But, like, I'm almost expecting, like, a Cruel Intentions thing from them. And I'm not getting it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But maybe it's going to come. I'm not sure. So, I'm just saying that for this week. So. Agreed. Um, Outside of them, I'm going to give my LVPs to two people as well. First one's going to be Jughead for being such a waste character. Like, this episode especially, his sleuthing really, yeah. really disappointed me. Yeah. I think I expected so much more out of him I feel like maybe he's character. better when he's not having sex because, like, his mind is not distracted. But yeah. the second Betty came over, he was like, oh, my God. He like, lost. He yeah. was like, yeah. He, he was, like, vagmatized. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Exactly. Like, he was like, whatever that's called. Yeah. Um, and my other LVP is going to go to Tony because mm-hmm. we did talk about it a little bit earlier. She's not, like there she's not where i want her to be as a character totally. right now i definitely am not a fan of the fact that she's like taking a, like a back seat to all of this craziness that's happening to cheryl um she's basically an accomplice at this point and like no one's talking about that they the fact that they literally have to kill someone and like bury this body like that's a very traumatizing yeah. thing to go through yeah. So I'm just like, what's happening? And they're almost like masking it like as a little joke. Like they're making them yeah. wear these sexy outfits and there's sexy music and there's a lighting. And yeah. it's like they're making it look so showy and so like cute. But I'm like, guys, like, like this is pretty gross. Like, yeah, and it's, it's dark. It just, like, how do you come? Like, I get that Cheryl's always been that gothic element of the show, but this is like too much. This is like your Dexter almost or like someone more yeah up. like how do you come back i just from that? feel like it's yeah it's very it's very much right now and i don't know how they're gonna pull them back the, the best, best line. line um what was your best line best line i don't remember the, exactly but i think it was archie's grace um at thanksgiving dinner yeah. and how he kind of quoted his dad and he was like my dad would have said this and 
I just love the way they wrapped Fred into into this Thanksgiving episode um, because it shows who Archie is, too. I think it would have been so easy if they just kind of had Fred's episode in the beginning and left it. But the way yeah. that they're weaving him throughout Archie's like arc throughout the season, like I'm loving that. So, yeah. Yeah, it was cute. And I do think it's also like a dedi- like it's definitely like a testament to what Fred slash Luke Perry meant to the show on a general level. You can definitely tell that there is a lot of heart that's coming from the writers and the cast who it's almost like they don't want to forget him either. They don't want to lose the yeah. fact that he was a part of the show either. So I think a lot of the writing having him in the story is definitely ha- definitely has to do with you know the writing and how they really cared about Luke Perry. Um, my best line is gonna go to Hi- the Hiram Veronica argument conversation where Hiram says, "Oh, me closing the community center? It wasn't personal." And then Veronica goes, "Neither is this." And then she pulls the fucking thing down. I was like, "Living, <laughs> this is amazing." Um, yeah, that was my best line. So a few announcements before we finish off this podcast. Uh, We have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, as we mentioned, just rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th, which is only a couple weeks away where we are going to be drawing one lucky winner. So make sure you guys are putting those comments in. We would love to get your guys' support for this. Um, It really means a lot to us. It'll mean a lot to our views and our ranking on itunes and it'll keep us successful as a podcast station so just you know give us a hand and also you guys are entering to win some great gifts from us so i don't think you have anything to lose to be honest um i would also like to take the time to thank our uh, patrons of the episode our rewinder squad we got white and nicole and then we got our lit rewinders tina n sarge serena soleil kate and jessica and our mommy rewinders becca sarah tamala and grace and if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on all podcast streams, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Also, there's no episode next week. We're (laughs) returning back on December 4th. Oh, sweet. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.